Hello and welcome to SEO is not that hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. In today's episode, I'm going to cover part six in our series covering the Google quality rating process, identifying high and highest quality content. So, in the previous five episodes, we've been covering the Google Quality Rater Guidelines and what the key considerations needed to be taken into account by raters when rating a page are. The last episode, we covered what Google considers to be the low and medium quality content. Today, I'm going to cover the final two levels of quality, high and highest. Okay, let's start with what Google considers to be high quality content. So, when we're looking at the page itself, they say that a high quality page, it serves a beneficial purpose and it achieves that purpose well. They also go on to state that high quality pages can be um, from kind of any kind of beneficial purpose from selling a product or showing artistic talent or making people laugh. It's just got to be beneficial and done really well. Um, again, not causing any kind of harm. So there's, there's no harm expected from a high quality page. Um, and then when it comes to um, obviously, your money, your life, which we've said a lot of times in these um, recent episodes. Depending on the type of page, it's going to depend on um, how much level of trust they're going to expect to see from this. So something which has financial transactions or is selling you something, it's going to need a higher level of trust um, than, say, a page that's trying to make you just make you laugh or something like that. Title of the page, it should accurately summarise the page. That, that again goes through from medium and even low pages. They want you to accurately summarise the page and not be sensational or misleading. Um, ads, again, ads and the supplementary content mustn't block the um, the main content or, or significantly interfere with it. Um, but again, they stress, as always, that it's normal for sites to need to monetize. So ads um, alone um, won't stop a site having a high um, quality page um, rating it's just that those ads have not got to interfere with the experience and then again looking at the information provided by the website or the content creator there's got to be adequate information on the website for the purpose of the page so again going back to your money your life um, pages which have financial transactions banks those kind of things need a lot more information a lot more content information a lot more um, sort of other information about the page so that people know what to do with it as compared to another site where there's there's no financial transactions, there's, there's less need um, to be able to contact people. So next, we then have to do look at the criteria um, for what makes high actually apply. And that's the, there's three points to that, really. There's the quality of the main content, there's the reputation of the website and the content creator, and then the trustworthiness of the page, the EEAT. So when it comes to the um, quality of the main content, High quality content will have a high level of effort. Examples of this would be, say, a well-organized crafting tutorial page with clear, helpful instructions so that others can make the craft successfully. So that's in-depth um, and well-organized, makes it easy for people to follow. Um, a QA page or a forum post with meaningful discussion from multiple participants. So that's where they go into depth in the discussion. It's not just superficial stuff. Um, or a news article with accuracy, depth and clarity. So not just a superficial this thing happened, but sort of in-depth details of what happened, why it happened. Um, and it's very clear, that kind of thing. Next part of it is high originality. So this is where the main content is unique or original to the website. 
Now there's an interesting one here, they say original photos or video footage produced by the website or content creator. So that's like not using stock photos for say your travel website, just using stock imagery of an area. This is where someone's actually gone there, created their own original photos and video. Um, and the content of the page is unique to the content creators. So this is where it's basically saying they want personal perspective based on sort of real life experience. So that's like, say with reviews, you actually re physically get hold of a product and review it and give you actual personal experience of it rather than say aggregating and um, summarizing product reviews written by others. The third part is high level of talent or skill. So this is where the person who's creating the content, say it's, if they give like an example of a dancer. Um, so if it's a really um, talented dancer, then that shows high high level of talent or skill. Um, or if it's, say, a uh, the example they show is where it's a how-to article on plumbing by a skilled plumber, the, the level of skill of the plumber um, and the talent of the plumber, that can be high-quality content as compared to, say, like an amateur who doesn't really know plumbing very well trying to you know do the same kind of um, how-to guide. They're not going to have that high level of um, talent or skill as compared to an actual professional plumber. Now, with these three things that we've just talked about, effort, originality, and skill, um, they mention it as an or. So it's not that you necessarily have to have all three of these to be considered high-quality content, but obviously the more of them you have that you can tick off, the more likely you are to be high, but you can just be high-quality based on just one of those three. So you can have high originality, um, but less talent or skill, but the originality could be the thing that ticks the box and makes it... Um, you know, high quality. The next section is then on reputation. So they're looking for a positive reputation for a site um, or page to be uh, high quality. Um, now this, again, is going to vary depending on what kind of site you've got. So if you're uh, your money, your life, you're going to need a lot more f formal, um, positive reputation being able to be found out there for you. Whereas if you're not an OMYL site, then um, just sort of popularity and being a well-known site for a topic can be enough to be a high positive reputation but there is also a caveat on here that if it's um, a smaller website um, or an ordinary person there might be no reputation information online um, so sites like that can still uh, achieve a high rating without that reputation information if they kind of cover that box of not being expected to have it because of the, the size of the site or the type of person it is so now we'll come on to EEAT and everything from the previous two bits that we just talked about, they really feed into this EEAT part. So obviously, if, you're gonna, if you want a high level of quality, then you're going to have a high level of EEAT. So with experience, the first E, um, they really pick out first-hand experience on this so that that can make um, a page high quality. That first-hand experience is really, really key. So if you can demonstrate that, that's really important. The second E, expertise. Now... They say it's required, um, but again, it's going to vary depending upon the type of content. So YMYL was, is likely to need a higher level of expertise, especially on things, um, sort of, sort of tax preparation, for example, they give. Um, but even with different types of content, sort of informal expertise that's visible, um, it's a good thing to have. So any kind of um, expertise that you can get in there is, is only going to be positive. Then onto authoritativeness. That's going to, again, vary by the type of page. But, for example, a government tax website is obviously going to be authoritative source for tax forms um, in a country. 
Um, a local business will be its own authoritative um, source of information on itself. All those kind of things you've got to consider. And then finally, trust and how, as we just spoke about earlier, it's got to be high for those um, processing financial information um, and any other kind of YMWL topic. Um, but even those that aren't considered YMWL, the higher the level of trust, the better. So product reviews and pages offering advice, they require at least some level of trust. Um, so yeah, getting that, that trust level um, just right for high um, quality content is really important. So that covers what the guide says is high quality content and what sort of level has to be reached to achieve that, um, that, that kind of level of high quality. And you can see how it's much higher than the medium quality content that was discussed in the last episode and where Google says, you know, most sites are medium. You can see that you've really got to elevate a level to get into high quality content. There's a lot more work to do. Um, a lot more effort needs to be put in and a lot more expertise needs to be shown and trust particularly. So now let's move on to the highest quality pages. Um, now they don't say what percentage of the internet they consider to be highest quality but when you sort of hear the things that they're looking for you can see this is a really really high bar. Um, you know you've got to be the very best in your field to get here but let's go through what they say. So the initial considerations are the same really as um, high quality so it's got a beneficial purpose not expect to cause harm any page on any type of website can qualify for highest um, and that yeah YMWL topics need extra scrutiny just as normal title of the page um, will accurately summarize the page that's the same as, as everything else they were looking for again ads you can have ads but they mustn't um, sort of block or significantly interfere with the main content and there must be adequate information on the website about the content creator and the website itself for the purpose of the page. And again, that this will vary depending on the type of page. So um, YMYL will need more information than non-YMYL. Then they come on to the quality, the reputation and the trustworthiness. And with all of these, I just say they've got to have the very, very high level of all of these. Let's just dig into each one in, um, in turn. So we've got very high quality main content. So very high quality quality main content they say it is some of the most outstand, outstanding content on a topic or type that's available online so you are the very best um, for example for news if it's a news article it's going to surface information that what that would not otherwise have been known so it's like real investigative stuff it's not just this thing happened on this day type news it's a real deep dive into a subject that 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 will bring up information that that really wouldn't have been found otherwise for artistic content it has to be unique and original and it has to be created by highly skilled and talented people so it's that kind of again really the best of the best it's not just really good it's incredibly good and then for informational content it has to be original accurate comprehensive clearly communicated and should reflect expert consensus and it should be accurate and clearly communicated so to get this highest rating You've really got to have incredibly satisfying main content that's produced to a very high level of effort with originality, talent or skill. What they're really looking for with this very high quality main content is it to, for it to be pretty much the best that you can find online. Um, they say along at certain points in this that you should you know, research other sites to see if you can find anything better than this. And if you can't, then really that's a clear identifier of it being the sort of highest 
um, quality content. Now, when it comes to reputation, you need a very positive reputation to be ranked highest. Um, for your one of your life topics, they want very positive reputation, and that's often based on recommendations from other known experts or professional societies um, appropriate to the topic of the page. Uh, things like prestigious awards may also be evidence, they say, depending on the type of content. Again, with all these non-YML topics, will need less formal reputation information. And they, again, they state popularity, user engagement and user reviews can be considered evidence of this. Um, websites and content creators can consider to have a very positive reputation if they're seen as one of the best sources available online for a topic or type of content. So again, this is you really are at the top of your game to get this highest level. And um, but again, the caveat, you can be a smaller website, an ordinary person with little or no reputation information and still receive a highest rank, uh, highest rating. So although it's a high bar, I think it's a high, the, the more well-known and the bigger the site, the higher the bar is. So you can still achieve a highest rating um, in your specific niche if it's one where it doesn't require that huge level of um reputation and experience based over years it just but again it's all down to um, the topic and so finally to EEAT now obviously we need a very high level of EEAT to um, be classified as a highest quality page they're looking for websites and content creators who are uniquely authoritative the go-to sources for a topic um, those are the sorts that have very high EEAT they're looking for a wealth of experience they're looking for a very high level of expertise. They're looking for creators that are the most trusted sources on the internet for a particular topic. Um, so again, this goes back to be like, if you're looking for tax information and tax forms, and obviously the government site's gonna be the authoritative source. However, uniquely compared to the other types of content um, levels that they've talked about, they actually give less information. It's less detailed, the description on what high level of EEAT is for the very highest quality pages and they do caveat at the end that um, it really depends on the topic of the page about how important some of these factors are um, so it's really there's a lot more leeway in, in, in the guidelines for people um, when they're trying to work out the highest quality pages um, but I think it's probably just one of those things where they're going to know they're going to expect people to they've done that bit of research they've looked around um, and they've found whether people or sites are the actual sort of definitive um, go-to source for the topic in hand um, and that if that person is that then they're probably going to get this high level of EAT um, without having such formal guidelines as some of the others now if you're interested in seeing what Google considers examples of high and high quality pages and the highest quality pages um, just Go to the guidelines. I'll share the link in the um, the the notes podcast notes, um, and there's they've got links to lots of different examples of what they consider to be high and the highest quality pages. So that's really worth looking at. So that covers high and highest. Next episode, we will look at some specific examples of how Google instructs people to rate um, some particular types of pages, like, like encyclopedia pages and forum pages, and also the FAQs that they cover, which um, is really interesting because I think that that shows some of the quest common questions they've had back from raters and how Google answer those questions are so really valuable so I'll see you in the next episode when we discuss those thanks for listening I really appreciate it please subscribe and share it really helps SEO is not that hard is brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com the solution to finding the questions people ask online 
See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO is Not That Hard.